On today's show, I will explain to you why you shouldn't get too upset about what happened in Fenway this past weekend, but we will go through not-so-great performances that need to be examined. Plus, we will look at the just-completed 10-game road trip as a whole, briefly look ahead to the Red Series, and talk about the Yankees All-Stars. All next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the like button and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Also feel free to comment. I'm responding to some of them. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Some show business, not acting or anything like that. Business about this show. Abby will be back for Wednesday's episode. Woo! All of her hockey stuff is done. I will have my co-host back. I'm very excited, and I don't know how you all listen to me and watch me for a half hour. My family can't even deal with me talking for a half hour straight, so good on you for doing that. And tomorrow's show is going to be a crossover with Lindsey Crosby of Locked On MLB Prospects. We talk about the Yankees prospects, and he has some interesting things to say about some of those guys. Before we get into today's show, Yankee fans, you're going to love this. Today's episode is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Welcome to the world of trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned later in the show for more information about this awesome new tool for collectors. You're going to want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. So, this weekend started off well, didn't end well at all not great bob last night's game was an absolute disaster what is it with the yankees on national games the two national games that they had in the series were embarrassing awful but with that said people need to not freak out because it was a split the red sox did not gain any ground they're still 14 games behind the Yankees. They're still not good against the rest of the AL East. It's okay. Breathe. There you go. Actually, I'll show you a trick. Breathe in. Inhale at the top. Exhale. Thank you, Kendall from Peloton for that. That actually helps when you're having a panic attack as well, so keep that in mind. Now, no, it was not ideal what happened, but Yankees didn't lose the series. They split the series. They still haven't lost a series, I believe, since the White Sox series. So it's been a while since they've lost one. They've split a few. And we'll talk about that later when we talk about the 10-game road trip. And they have a series this weekend against the Red Sox at home to make up for the series that they just played with the Red Sox, where, you know, again, started off well in the first half, and then the last two games, just what on earth? Now, we need to talk about Jamison Tyone because he is having issues, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I'm not sure what Boone was thinking. 
It wasn't a total boon loss, but it was reminiscent of a boon loss from 2021, and it felt not fun because the Yankees have been avoiding games like that so far in 2022. There have been a couple, but it hasn't been a problem like it was in 2021, and it felt like one of those games last night. Um, Tyone was in too long. He was left in too long. I don't know what the hell Boone was thinking. He gave up three home runs. Like, what What are you doing? <laughs> Why was he there for Martinez's home run? He should have been taken out. You have an off day today. I know it's not ideal to bring the bullpen in early, but you had to anyway because Tyone couldn't make it past five innings. Aroldis Chapman, not sure why he was in when he was. <laughs> I really I really don't. Miguel Castro, a disaster. And he's one of those guys who has, it's like an every other game thing with him. Either he's great or he's awful. There's almost no in-between with him, which is frightening and not fun. <laughs> and the awful Miguel Castro came out at the absolute wrong time last night. I mean, what are you going to do? And then Albert Abreu did well. Two innings, didn't give up a run. He was the only Yankee pitcher who did not give up a run. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, Pavetta gave up all the runs for the Red Sox, and then the bullpen shut down the Yankees. Yankees couldn't get past six. Usually when you score six runs, you'll win a game. Not in last night's case. More about Tyone. 91 pitches in those five innings. Did I go through the numbers? Hold on. Seven hits, six runs, one walk, three strikeouts, the three home runs. Cordero, Vasquez, Martinez. Just, yeah. He hasn't been great lately. I said it on the crossover with Ethan last week of Locked on Pirates that... Tyone hasn't really had a good start since that eight-inning start against the Angels. Everything started to go downhill from there. There's a bug flying around my room. <sighs> Don't you love summer? I love summer. So Tyone threw 91 pitches last night, 51 four-seamers, 18 sliders, eight change-ups, seven cutters, five curveballs, two sinkers. That's according to Baseball Savant. Now, the interesting thing is his velocity was up on every pitch except the cutter. He was the same velocity on his cutter. Didn't change. 19 balls in play. Not great. Spread throughout. And let me see. He had 12 swings and misses. So did Nick Pavetta. But he just... I don't know. Ever since that angel start, he has not been doing that well. After I talked him up. After I talked up Wandy Peralta on Friday's show. He didn't have such a great Saturday. My bad. I'm sorry. I can't I know. I can't keep talking up these guys because when I do, it jinxes them. So I apologize to Wandy Peralta. I apologize to Jameson Tyone. I didn't mean to, you know, jinx you guys. <laughs> oh. The home plate umpire last night, that Stanton at bat, 
Does he need my glasses? Actually, no, don't take my glasses because these are five years old and I need a new prescription. I can actually, I don't really see that well out of these glasses. I'm one of those people now. You ever notice people who squint with their glasses on? That's me. Yeah, I need a new prescription. So maybe Trip Gibson doesn't need my glasses, but he needs someone's glasses because three balls call strikes. Clearly inside. I don't know how Stanton didn't absolutely explode. And Eric Backus was also not that great behind the plate the other night. I don't know where these guys are coming from. Maybe they think, oh, well, robot umpires are coming, so why do we have to even care? That's what it feels like sometimes watching these guys. I know that's not true because I know they, you know... They apparently respect their job. Maybe. So in a moment, I'm actually going to explain to you why you don't need to freak out about this weekend. I know it was annoying. It was very annoying. It was annoying for me too. But don't freak out. I promise you everything will be okay. Just listen to me. I've been watching baseball since the 70s. Just, it's okay. But first, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health, more energy. I don't like taking pills. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, focus, recovery, and aging. All the things that I need. I take it in the morning before I eat my breakfast and drink my coffee. And it really helps. And I find it helps when I'm working out as well. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. Just mix it up well. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, AG1 is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you need to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athletic.com greens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. So why shouldn't you worry about the Yankees not doing so well against the Red Sox? Well, they're still over 500 against the Red Sox. They're four and three. They're nine and four against the Orioles, eight and four against the Rays, that's it, the Rays, and seven, no, Blue Jays, seven and three against the Rays, eight and four against the Blue Jays, seven and three against the Rays. They're fine. It's fine. I had a feeling, I don't know, I, I, it wasn't like Will I Am's feeling that it was going to be a good, good night. I had a feeling it was going to be a disaster in both the Fox and ESPN games. I don't know why. It was just a gut feeling I had. Maybe the Athletic Greens was helping me there. But I just, I felt it in my gut. And I felt a split going into the series. And I told myself I wouldn't be mad about a split because, as I said, the split made it so Boston didn't gain any ground on the Yankees at all. There's still 14 games back, and I know there's a lot of baseball to be played, 
But 14 games at this point in July is good. Let's not talk to the 1978 Red Sox about that. Um, so right now, the Yankees are 14 ahead of Boston, 15 and a half against Tampa. Against? No, ahead of Tampa. It's Monday. And 16 and a half ahead of Toronto. Toronto is one and nine in their last 10. They're on a four-game losing streak. The Rays are five and five in their last 10. They're on a three-game losing streak. The Red Sox are four and six in their last 10, but on a two-game winning streak. The Yankees are on a two-game losing streak. They went five and five. Again, we'll talk about that. The Orioles, they're the best team in the AL East right now at the moment as they're playing this week or these past 10 days. They're 8-2. and two. They've won eight in a row. Their run differential is still minus 14, but starting tomorrow, they're playing the Cubs. The Cubs are not good. We saw it. When the Yankees played them, the Cubs are not good. The Orioles have a chance to go above 500 after they're done playing the Cubs. They're 43 and 44 right now. They swept the Angels in a four-game set. It is possible that we may see all five AL East teams finish above 500. As I just said, there is a lot of baseball to be played, but it's possible that the Orioles could finish above 500. Now, it could be an 82-80 and 80 situation, but that's above 500. And I saw a graphic earlier that, oh, actually, you know what? I'll pull it up on my phone because it was in our host DM. We have that at Locked On. And it showed the winning percentages of the divisions. So, the Major League Baseball divisions by record, the AL East is 241 190 for a 559 winning percentage. The NL West is the second best, 224 and 204. That's a 523 winning percentage. The NL East, 222, 209. They're at a 515 winning percentage. And then the AL West, the AL Central, and the NL Central are all under 500. The AL West, 207, 222. The AL Central, 198-226. The NL Central, 196-237. What did I say the other day about divisions? What did I say about the AL West? Mm-hmm. I was right. People need to listen to me. I do know what I'm talking about sometimes, everyone. So when I tell you that you don't need to freak out about the Red Sox, you don't need to freak out about the Red Sox. And I have a friend in Boston who predicted that the Boston media would go nuts over this series and start writing really silly things, including, with two stirring comebacks, Red Sox velocity keeps showing its worth. Quote, we feel like we can play with anybody. Oh, yeah? You're still under 500 against, I think, everyone in the AL East. I'm going to double check this right now because I want to make sure that I'm completely correct, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Let's double check this, but I am pretty sure 
that the Red Sox are having a little bit of trouble against their AL East rivals. They're 3-5 and five against Baltimore. They're 3-4 and four against the Yankees. They're 2-4 and four against the Rays. And they're 3-7 and seven against the Blue Jays. What did I say about the Yankees? 9-4 and four against the Orioles. 8-4 and four against the Blue Jays. 7-3 and three against the Rays. Don't worry about the Red Sox. The Yankees will be fine this weekend at home. I'm not guaranteeing it. I'm just, it's a feeling I have that it's going to be better than the series in Fenway. You don't have to worry. It's fine. So they split the series with the Red Sox. They split the two-game series with the Pirates. They win two out of three against the Indians. So they went 5-5 five and five on the road trip, which is what I just mentioned in when I was looking at the standings. They went 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Not ideal. I would have much preferred 6-4. and four. Even 6-4 and four would have been better than 5-5. Five and five. It just looks better if you're over 500 for a 10-game road trip. But I believe that is the longest road trip of the season for the Yankees. And things will get better for them after that. So not terrible, but not great. They're kind of falling off a little bit. <laughs> You know, they're only 61 and 25. How dare you? You realize how ridiculous that sounds? That we're complaining about the Yankees only being 61 and 25. No one expected this. This was not, no one expected the Yankees to be as much as 14 games ahead of the Red Sox, 15 and a half ahead of the Ra You know what I mean? No one expected this. Everyone was expecting the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Rays, and the Jays to be kind of bunched up at the top and maybe the Blue Jays would be slightly ahead or maybe even the Rays just because of the way the Rays have been playing the last few seasons. And so far, it's not working out that way. It's completely different than everyone expected. It's good for Yankee fans. It's great for Yankee fans. This is fun so far, but hopefully they won't go on a prolonged kind of funk and make the division closer. Hopefully they will do okay against the Reds. But the Reds swept the Rays. The Yankees can't sleep on the Reds. The Reds may only have 32 wins. But as I just said, they just swept the Rays. So the Yankees have to be careful about this. Now, they're playing at home, which is good for us and for them. So hopefully that'll help. But they, yeah, no, they can't think to themselves, oh, it's the Reds and they're bad. No. You have to treat the Reds and beat the Reds like you played against the Cubs. So in a moment, we'll discuss this more. Plus, we'll talk about all the Yankees All-Stars, and you might see a Yankee in the Home Run Derby. Ooh. But first, welcome to the world of sports cards reimagined. The sports card investor app is the hobby's most powerful resource. Quickly check the value of your favorite cards, find great deals, and profit from the hobby you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, the sports card investor app is a must-have for baseball fans. You can easily browse over 630 cards from every sport, with hundreds more added each week. Plus, Marvel cards. You can check the latest values of your favorite cards with 7-day or 30-day charts. You can also find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay deals feature. That sounds pretty good. With the free sports card investor app, you can pull out all those old cards of your favorite childhood players and see how much they're worth today. Now, I'm old. My favorite childhood player was Don Mattingly and his 1984 Don Russ base card 
was up over $3,700. I wish I owned that. Anyway, download the Sports Card Investor app today. It's available for free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. Okay, so all-star time. We're almost there. And the Yankees have six all-stars. Some guys got the news yesterday in Fenway Park, letting them know. And the Yankees did like a hidden camera kind of thing and, uh, you know, recorded the first timers who were being told that they were going. Clay Holmes, Nestor Cortez, and Jose Trevino. Jose Trevino cursed a couple times. They had to um, silence parts of the video, which I thought was really funny. And yeah, uh, three first timers. And then Garrett Cole, who they didn't have to bring into the office to tell him, um, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton. And I mean, obviously the Yankees are the best team in baseball. So it stands to reason that they would have a bunch of people going to the all-star game. And Giancarlo Stanton mentioned the possibility of him wanting to participate in the home run derby. I say, hell yes. I would love for him and judge to do it, but I know judge doesn't want to. And I believe yesterday was the fifth anniversary of judge winning the home run derby in Miami and the infamous Dellen Batances gif of him freaking out because, you know, judge hit the roof a couple times in Marlins park. I mean, how epic would it be to see Judge and Stanton in the Home Run Derby against each other again? It would be even more amazing if they ended up being in the final round against each other. But Judge doesn't want to do it. But hey, if Stanton wants to do it, I say let him do it. I will say I'm psyched for Clay Holmes. That is so cool for him. And Boone even said in the video when he brought him into the room about him being the best closer in baseball or the best reliever in baseball right now. And um, yeah, with a 0.46 ERA in 39 and one third innings with only two earned runs given up and three runs overall, I would say, yeah, he's pretty damn good. And he's not one of those guys who is like, he's not dominating and striking guys out at an incredible clip. He has 40 strikeouts in 39 and one-third innings, but he induces a lot of ground balls and gets people out when he needs to. Unlike Aroldis Chapman, who... Eh, it could have been worse <laughs> yesterday at Fenway. Could have been much worse for him. It wasn't. But it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I, I, I don't know why Boone even put him in when he put him in. That I just find that really... Mm. Now, Cole was talking about how being in the All-Star game for your first time is... He said, the first time is always just super, super special. It's L.A., so you know they're going to do it right. Everybody is super excited for the guys that are going, and hopefully we get a couple more. There's a couple of other guys that are very well-deserving in the clubhouse, and we'd like to see them there, too. Yes, there is a possibility that someone might decide to pull out, um, either due to injury or 
I don't know, whatever other reasons people give for not going to the All-Star game. I know some people were upset that Glaber Torres didn't make it, so it's possible he could if someone drops out. And who was the second? Oh, maybe Severino, because he's been doing really well this season, too. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i of the, I kind of want the guys to get rest, but I also kind of like the fact that the Yankees are being represented at the All-Star game, because it's been a while since they've had this many, so... Um, that's pretty cool. Now, Cortez said, all the struggles that I had coming through the system, not being a ranked prospect and not really being a good big leaguer, I guess I would say that I stayed focused. I didn't let any negative news determine my future. I kept my head down and we're here today. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Clay Holmes said, it's pretty special. I definitely feel just grateful and blessed. There's so many people I can thank that have been around me and are important to me. There's times where this has felt pretty far away. Just looking back, putting your head down and trying to get better. It just kind of makes it all worth it. His reaction was so just, I don't know if he was in shock or what, but he was just so even keeled and so like, yeah, cool. Not that I expected these guys to jump up and down and freak out about being an all-star, but I don't know. His reaction was really funny. Um, the videos are on the Yankees' Twitter account. They're on the Yankees' TikTok. And yeah, watch Clay Holmes. Just watch his video. He's just very like, cool. Yeah, that's great. It's just, I don't know, crack me up. And... Trevino. Now, Trevino had a really nice reaction. You know, he covered his face because I think he was going to cry. And he said, it means a lot. I just want to thank everybody that voted for me. Thank you to the people that believed in me, stuck with me. It's been a long, long journey. I'm out to prove the people that believed in me right. I'm not trying to prove anyone wrong anymore. So I think that's pretty cool. And then Boone added to what Cole said and said, we certainly have some more, in my opinion, who are worthy of consideration. Oh, Michael King. That's right. And Rizzo. Yeah. 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 But Michael King, definitely. I think he should get a nod as well. And again, he could. Someone might drop out. So things are looking up for the Yankees. Okay. Again, as I said, this weekend wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal. Today's an off day regroup, you play three against the Reds, you play three against the Red Sox at home, get your stuff together, and just forget about the road trip. Start anew. Start fresh. Beat the crap out of a crappy team, please. Just, again, pretend like they're the Cubs and kind of beat them up. So, as I said, programming-wise, tomorrow will be a crossover with Lindsey Crosby of Locked On MLB Prospects, which you should make your second listen every day. And we will be talking about the Yankees prospects, plus some thoughts he has about the draft and who the Yankees should pick and an interesting trade candidate that he thinks the Yankees should use possibly soon, as in before the end of July. So look out for that. And as I said, on Wednesday, Abby's back. I won't be alone anymore. Yay. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, like and comment on YouTube. Hit the bell notification. 
so it'll let you know when we put new videos up. And when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play podcasts, Locked On MLB Prospects. Make it your second listen because host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate this podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Monday and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you.